What's going on, Packers fans? Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Hope you're all having a phenomenal Tuesday, wherever you are in this wide world of ours. The Packers still working through whatever they need to work through when it comes to the coaching staff. Uh, the big news today, Jerry Gray announced as a assistant head coach slash defense for the Atlanta Falcons. We wish Jerry all the best. Um, so you have to think the Packers will be looking around, possibly in-house, possibly outside the building for a new defensive backs coach. Um, obviously, Tuesday also means that Aaron Rodgers is speaking with Pat McAfee. Not anything of true consequence in the interview, but uh, undoubtedly be seeing lots of headlines coming off of that interview because that's the world we live in. But 12 indicating that he still needs that time. He's still getting ready to play some golf and uh, will be back on McAfee next week, uh, Super Bowl week. So doubt Rodgers makes any kind of news then, but we'll see. We'll see. In the meantime, Packers uh, clearly trying to get ahead of things. Uh, Rodgers indicated conversations happening without him, which, hey, of course they are. You know, not everyone can go off and play golf for a couple weeks and or a month and just chill and contemplate their future. Some people got to work every day of the year. So totally understand the Packers doing due diligence in whatever regards they need to. Totally understand Aaron Rodgers needing some time away from everything, pontificating about his future. And away we go. But as I said in the uh, description of the video, I wanted to talk about A.J. Dillon today because uh, as Ross Uglum uh, tweeted the other day in response to something I put out there on Twitter. Um, yeah, there's been just way too much slander of A.J. Dillon coming off of last season. And I understand, especially when you look at how productive he was the year prior and basically has been every time he's been given a chance. Um, you know, that I get being disappointed. And certainly there was a stretch of the season um, where, you know, the production wasn't there. And it did look like, you know, whatever aspect they were trying to get AJ involved in uh, offensively just wasn't very productive, wasn't working, wasn't consistent in any way, shape or form. But as the second half of the season went on, and of course, as the weather turned, um, bigger bruising back seemed to find his footing, seemed to be a lot more effective. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he should be running back one because Aaron Jones is still amazing. And I expect Aaron Jones to be back with the Packers. I think they're going to work out his contract situation. But they need to. It would behoove them to get A.J. Dillon more involved, get him more than five, six carries a game. In fact, I think they should utilize him a little bit more than Aaron Jones, especially early on in games, to set up the Aaron Jones show, so to speak, in the second half. And I'm not saying this has to happen every single game. Clearly not. It's somewhat opponent-dependent. Um, but the idea that like, you can only feature one or the other it's kind of silly to me because you clearly, uh, the Packers anyway, clearly don't want to give Aaron Jones a ton of carries. And I somewhat understand that, especially given how much time he's missed throughout his career due to a nagging injury here or there or something even a little bit more significant. They want to make sure that he's fresh, that he's able to go for the long haul. And one of the ways you can do that is by featuring A.J. Dillon. And I don't think you have to take away from Aaron Jones opportunities to give AJ more. You probably do have to, you know, take away opportunities at the wide receiver position a little bit more, all the run solution stuff that they like to do. You know, ease back on that a little bit. Utilize those 
kind of plays, those reps, so to speak, to get A.J. Dillon going. He's a classic bruiser, a classic case of a guy who gets better the more carries he gets throughout a game, especially as the game wears on. Defenses, especially smaller defensive backs, start to make a few more business decisions when it comes to uh, not really ready to take those quads on again. Instead, the Packers have all of these bells and whistles in their offense, tags, things where they can get the ball out in the perimeter if they're, God forbid, uh, packed in along the defensive front. And even Aaron Rodgers himself indicated last year, just because you see eight guys in the box doesn't mean you can't run the football. There are solutions for that. There, there are counters to that in the running game. I think they need to think of, again, it's an old adage. We talk about it quite a bit here. Jimmy's and Joe's, not X's and O's. Stop trying to figure things out on the perimeter. Get the ball to your back. Let him do the work throughout the football game. Um, it's no mystery. I, I've said it a lot, but it's, there's no kind of kind of mysterious way behind their victory over the Cowboys this year where Aaron Rodgers threw the fewest passes on the season and they scored, you know, at, before the Vikings game, the most points they had scored up until that point, second most of the season. A lot of that is because of the involvement of the backs and how efficient they were and effective they were running the football with both of them. I think the answer for a lot of their offensive kind of troubles last year and perhaps going forward can be answered by the talent they have in the backfield. A.J. Dillon's a really good football player. And, you know, whether it was the run solution stuff, whether it was the RPOs, my God, if I see A.J. have to run out of the shotgun on an RPO where they're doing zone schemes one more time, I'm going to tear my little left of my hair out. I mean, you've got a classic power back, pin and pull. Use some of that angle blocking. Get some counters going. You can do it. I know you can. I've seen you do it. We've seen it be incredibly effective. Now, do they need a little bit more production and a little bit more help up front? Yes. As I said early on in the offseason, the EA number one priority is improving and fixing and getting more consistency out of that offensive line. And when that happens, the one of the most obvious things you can do to help your offense is get A.J. Dillon involved. And spare me all the people who are yeah-butting already on Twitter about, oh, yeah, but, you know, yeah, he's talented or whatever, but they took him in the second round. He's been a total disappointment because he was taken in the second round. I I, I could care less where he was taken. I, if they had taken him first overall, I wouldn't care. Once you step on a football field, it's not about where you came from. It's not about how you arrived. It's about what you can do. And A.J. Dillon can do a lot more than the Packers are asking him to do. So that's my, uh, you know, mini rant. It's not really a rant, but it's just it's frustrating for me because I know A.J. is really super talented. And I just wish the Packers would utilize him and feature him a little bit more. Um, maybe some of this comes down to the uh, whoever's playing under center. Maybe when Aaron Rodgers is in town, he'll never be featured. Maybe if they do turn to Jordan Love, maybe that means AJ gets a little more, kind of gets leaned on a little bit more to try and take pressure off the young quarterback. But man, whoever is under center, they would do well to get AJ Dillon more involved. It's my story and I'm sticking to it. How's everybody in the comments section? So good to see you all. TKM is at his post. How are you, buddy? Uh, Brian Price, thanks for the super chat. One thing we need that the Super Bowl teams have, we need some dudes on defense and guys who will pop you in the mouth. We have some, just not enough. Yeah, I mean, I obviously agree in the sense that 
you want physicality, you want intimidation, you want guys who want to hit, want to tackle. Um, I think they have what they need. Uh, it just needs to play more consistently. Um, probably a little extra, um, maybe a little bit more out of the safety position. But overall, I think they've got what they need on that side. Brian, thanks again. Happy B-Day to your dad. A lot of ball game left. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, to anyone who follows me on social, you know my dad turned 80 today. He is indeed the man where I got a lot of ball game left from because he used to say it all the time when I was a kid because I would constantly complain about the Packers because they were always losing. Uh, and dad was really good. And it was funny watching dad chill uh, as we got older uh, because I was very much like him at a younger age where we would both get like really invested and then really kind of upset as the games went on because they were lo losing all the time. My dad was pretty intense at first, but as he got older, he started to say, you know, there's a lot of ball game left. Don't worry about it. And I, I felt him chill out about it and that's where I got it from. Um, and so I've seen even on our watch parties, I have people always in the comment section, how can you be so chill? Like even when things are falling apart. Now, there are still bugaboos, obviously, like, oh, I don't know, running the play clock down and burning timeouts, which will get Packer Man killed from time to time. But for the most part, yeah, there's almost always a lot of ball game left. Justin, thanks for the super chat. McCarthy's resume in the league is very similar, and one could argue actually a little bit better than Sean Payton's. Perception is a real thing, I guess. Oh, no question about it. I was just talking about this on the radio. I think Mike McCarthy's a better coach than Sean Payton. I mean, that's, I mean, just point blank. Now, did Sean have a bunch of really amazing offenses and, you know, put up insane numbers with Drew Brees? No question about it. I'm not taking that away from him. And I think he's a good coach. No doubt about that. But man, people slight McCarthy all the time in a way they never do with Sean Payton. Mike McCarthy never went seven and nine three years in a row with his starting quarterback. Something that Sean Payton did do. There's a lot more to being a head coach and just calling some plays and putting up a ton of points. Oh, that's a nice addition, no doubt about it. The job encompasses so much. And uh, I think Mike's better than Sean, point blank. But that'll never get accepted in the uh, grand scheme of things, which is obviously fine. It doesn't really matter. Craig, thanks for Super Chat. Could AJ play the slot and run some slow, some low crossers, slow crossers? That would be interesting to watch. Imagine a safety lining up on him. They've utilized him like on the perimeter some, and I can't remember if he's ever really motioned or set in the slot position. But yeah, they could. Um, I think he's got better hands than he's given credit for, although he did have two brutal drops this year, including the game, the final game against the Lions. Um, but yeah, I think they could utilize him in the passing game a bit more, uh, maybe perhaps like you're talking about, but in any number of ways. Still waiting for that A.J. Dillon wheel route that I've been uh, waiting on for like three years now. Ed, thanks for the super chat, bud. Will he, won't he break? Check out Berkle, Berkeley's Zappa tribute. Outstanding arrangement, and those kids can play. Is it really a Super Bowl without the pack? Ed, every Super Bowl is a reason to rejoice and a time to look back and think about what a season? Can't say great season. The Packers had and uh, just kind of marinated it while we Come to grips with the fact that we are in for a long offseason. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. 
You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thanks for bringing that up. Bryson, thanks for the super chat. I just want the Packers to be tough. Seems meek. It's hard for me to call any pro football player meek, but I hear what you're saying. Um, I said it on Twitter the other night when we were watching the... uh, uh, I think it was the Kansas City Bengals game. The uh, teams that can stop the run. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous of teams that can stop the run. Um, you remember how Philadelphia just ran all over the Packers for hundreds of yards? And then you go and watch. Yeah, they ran the ball against the 49ers, and they got in the end zone with it, etc. You definitely saw a defense kind of tiring out because they are on the field so much. Um, but, yeah, that offensive line is great. But then you go, you know, and look at the job San Francisco did initially on a lot of that run stuff. And, man, that's a team that can stop the run. You know, go look at their game against the Cowboys. Cowboys couldn't get much going on the ground. You go to that Kansas City game, both Kansas City and the Bengals. They can stop the run. And it's not like the Bengals have, like, you know, a bunch of first-round picks playing up front. Like, they got a really good team. That is really tough, as as you're saying there. And they can stop the run and puts quarterbacks in tough situations as far as needing, you know, those third longs where you know the quarterback's going to be and you can tee off as a pass rusher. You love it. I just wish the Packers could stop the run. I'm so tired of having a team that just kind of, it can be cut through like a hot knife through butter. Anytime a coordinator needs some, you know, some yardage, needs, uh, needs to get the in a game under control, he knows he can run against the Packers more often than not. You know, I'm just that's that's what I'm sick of. Pumpkin pie, thanks for super chat. 
Tell me about the Al Harris McKenzie combo. Love you. Um, tell you about it. I mean, as as players or as potential coaches. I mean, I don't know about McKenzie coaching, but Al Harris is available. Man, Harris and McKenzie were were tough as hell. You want to talk about tough? Those were guys that could cover, um, but they they could tackle. They were not afraid of sticking their nose in there. That was damn sure. John, thanks for the super chat. Sean Payton thoughts a first round pick. Wowza. Two picks, actually, John. It was a first and a uh was it a fourth as well? And then the uh Saints get a third back, something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, that's the compensation, right? The he wanted to retire and he wanted to get into a new situation, but the Saints still hold his rights, so that makes sense. I mean, that's less than the uh Bucks paid up when they got Gruden. You, know, you want your guy, you want your guy. Although it's not even their guy. That's the funny part. They were really hot to trot for Jim Harbaugh. And Harbaugh kind of just rebuffed them, essentially. I mean, you know, they're new owners. They they want to make a splash. They want to get a name. That's what this is, more, more than anything else. Accidental Hero, thanks for Super Chat. Went to the Titans and Lions games. Was eight quarters of the same lousy football in the cold. What happened to the cold weather being an advantage? Yeah, they're just not built for it, man. I wish they would. I wish they would build up a team that, you know, is rough and tumble and ready for the elements and ready to dominate. It's not who they are in scheme or in personnel. You know, you got the spread passing game. You got the 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 cover two, you know, look, two shell defense. Nothing really aggressive about it. Just stand off and make sure you got your eyes on the ball, the quarterback, et cetera. You know, and then you couple that with guys who aren't the world's greatest tacklers. Not a ton of physicality there in the secondary for the most part. I mean, Jair's tough as hell, but outside of that, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. They're just not built for it. And I wish they would be. It just hasn't been the MO in Green Bay in such a long time. I, I, I think I'd have trouble recognizing the Packers if they became a team like that. Now, look, they've won a boatload of games being set up the way they are or have been traditionally. And I do think part of Brian's kind of MO last offseason was trying to change that tide a little bit, you know, to trade away Devante and get two, basically get another extra defensive player out of it, you know, in the draft, you know, just trying to turn that tide a little bit, get your team to be a little bit more multidimensional rather than having to rely on your quarterback, making magic happen week in and week out. Now, obviously, that didn't come to much fruition last year, but I think that's the idea, and I like that idea. And hopefully, it bears fruit next season. Next, who is Big B, and why do you say it like you do? <laughs> is he here? Is Big B here? I haven't seen him. Big B is one half of the Underage Packers podcast. If you haven't checked him out, be sure to do so. Um, he's just the man, the myth, and the legend. That's all. And I say it like that because Big is awesome. I don't know. I don't know. I just started doing it one day and now I do it all the time. That's it. Adam, there you go, buddy. You get what you emphasize. That is 1 billion percent correct. And that goes for every aspect of the game. And, you know, in Green Bay, they have emphasized the passing game and the quarterback. And again, they've won a boatload of games doing so. So I'm not sitting here totally dismissing it. But, man, you're at the end of the career of one of the all-time greats. You've had two in a row. 
the chances that Jordan Love is at that level are minuscule. So I understand, again, the desire to kind of turn that, pivot a little bit and become a different type of team. But it's going to take emphasis from the coaching staff to make that happen. Johnny Rivers, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Pay Accidental Hero to stay home next year fund. (laughs) Now, now. People go to games and have a great time. It's all good. All good. Did Jerry Gray get along with Barry? Everyone's asking this question. I mean, I have no idea. I I certainly haven't heard any scuttlebutt. uh, But that doesn't mean, yeah, maybe there's a friction there. I don't know. To quote one of my favorite scenes in JFK, there's a lot of smoke there, but there's some fire. No, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. I know from the time Rob's initial tweet hit the uh, old Twitter sphere there, like what, last week, two weeks ago, that Jerry Gray's contract had been up and that he was interviewing places to this afternoon when Jerry Gray was officially announced as a hire for the Atlanta Falcons. I have not heard one word to substantiate any of that or seen any reporting around it. However, it seems to be everybody's kind of default that, oh, his contract was up and he's sick of Joe Barry just as badly as all of the fans are and he wanted out. You know, it could just be he wanted a new opportunity and didn't want to live in Green Bay anymore. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying there are other possibilities. You know, this idea that, oh, Joe Barry is obviously toxic is just like, all right, okay, I understand. Packers fans aren't really thrilled with the idea of Joe Barry being their defensive coordinator, but let's uh, let's put the, uh, you know, speculative fiction on hold for a little bit. You know, maybe there'll be some reporting out there. Eventually they'll give us a little more color, and maybe it is that Jerry just, can't stand Joe Barry or just hates that system or whatever. But uh, I think people jumping to that conclusion is a little much. Um, what else we got? What the fuck does behoofed mean? Behooved, not behoofed, you uncultured swine. Grace contract ran out. Yes, Mr. JJ. I literally just said that. Hmm. Big B, the man, the myth, the legend. You got that right. We clearly have to draft a punter at 15. Robin trying to give Corey Banky an aneurysm live on the draft stream here at Cheesehead TV. I can't wait. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Uh, Patreon members, Carry the G Club members, we'll see you at happy hour at the top of the hour, 6 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Lambeau time. Hope to see you there. In the meantime, go Pack Go. (laughs) 